For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-O-E-A-V and Lions. We're here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is a show where we believe in the Detroit Lions. And by the end of this episode, so will you. It's game week. I've been saying it for a while now that football is back, but I'm so for real right now that it's game week. Yes, it's preseason, I know, but it's football. It's Detroit Lions football, and I'm happy to have it back. I really am. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Derek Gogre, here on the show. And the last, you know, I had my buddy Chops, Brian Nicewanger, on last week. It was fun to have him on the show. Just straight up talked ball and, and, and went through some of the topics that are going on and talked about Detroit sports being back, whether it be on the ice, the hardwood basketball court, or the gridiron, because the Detroit Lions are coming. I'm telling you, everybody's you know, written this team off. They, they don't have enough talent. They're going to lose all these games. I think this is going to be a very entertaining team to watch, a team that's growing a lot of draft capital ahead of them and are going to be a heck of a football team here before you know it. And can definitely surprise some people this year. So what I'm going to do here on the show today, because I B-L-E-A-V, I believe in the Lions. We're going to talk all about that kind of stuff, but mostly get into kind of just previewing preseason game one against the Buffalo Bills at Ford Field. So I've got some things I want to talk about, some things for fans to sort of say, hey, let let me circle this. Let, Let me keep this in mind. Let me keep these players in mind when I'm watching the game. Okri on Believe in Lions told me I got to check these guys out or I got to focus on this stuff. And like I said, it's preseason ball, but it's ball. So you just cannot wait for it. But before we get into all that, we got to get our great sponsor, betonline.ag, in here. So everybody, let's take a quick listen to them, and we'll be right back. What's going on, Believe in Lions listeners? Now, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. 
Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Definitely go check out betonline.ag. It really helps out the show as well as just a great place to uh, to go. Lots of things to uh, to wager on if that's, your, if that's your thing out there. And definitely um, just really appreciate them supporting the show. Longtime supporters, sponsors of Believe in Lions. So, everybody, let's get right into this content right here. So, at 7 o'clock on Friday... The Detroit Lions are going to play the Buffalo Bills at Ford Field. Yes, there will be fans there. Thank goodness. I mean, that's that's my first thing I want to talk about is just, you know, the first preseason game, being at home. We've been away from this team for basically a year and a half now. Fans will get to be in the building. They will get to see Jared Goff, Jamal Williams, Possibly Michael Brockers and others, some of the new additions, not only with the jersey on, but I think Dan Campbell came out recently and said these guys would get about a quarter worth of snaps, which is good to see. I mean, the NFL switched it up. There's only three preseason games this year, so less time. I think coaches are going to switch it up a little bit as well and maybe get those starters out there a bit more. You know, you don't want to risk injury, but my hot take on injuries has always been like, I don't care if you get hurt in the first preseason game, the third game of the year, the eighth game of the year, or in a playoff game. To me, you're hurt. They're all pretty much similar to me because they can all, you know, pun intended, hurt your team, you know, regardless of when it happens. So football is such a contact sport and it's such a physical game that I understand, like, you know, being light in practice and not, you know, playing your guys the whole time, but... These guys got to get ready. I mean, they got to get out there. You got to get some thumps. You got to be able to feel the speed of the game. So some of these, you know, preseason games where nobody's playing or, you know, it just doesn't feel like real football. I mean, I get it from the, like, the less hits you can take, the better. But I also get it that any hit could be either your last hit or could be an injury-type hit. So I, I just say go out there, play them as much as you think you have to. But... I just encourage the Lions fans, those Lions fans that'll be at Ford Field, to enjoy yourself. I mean, like I said, it's a preseason game. There's nothing on the line. But I'd say, you know, go down, grab a bite there in the D. There are lots of great restaurants in Detroit now. Kind of make it a night out. But swing by the game. Come with some juice. Come with your jersey on. And see what you think about this new football team. You're going to see new players. We obviously got Dan freaking Campbell on the sideline. That'll be entertaining to watch. I really can't wait to see what he's got to do. But it'll just be a new team and, like, the fans, you know, just showing that love. I know sometimes when you go to a preseason game at Ford Field, especially the last few years where a lot of people were down on the team and, you know, there's just was some a lot of frustration. Like, there, it can be really empty at times, and that's deflating for players. You know, they come out, they're all ready to go, and there's, like, 15,000 people there in a 65,000-seat stadium. I really hope that there's a, a good portion of people there at least early in the game, they're a little bit rowdy, a little bit into it. And I hope the Lions give them something to cheer about as well. So that was the first thing I had is fans are back. They'll be in the stadium and it's at home. So hopefully the home team go out and do some things. But one of the big things I want people to look out for right in the beginning is the Lions first team defense versus whatever starters Buffalo puts out there on the offensive side. Because... You know, most fans are still kind of, what is this defense? But we have we have beefed up the fronts. You know, we've got guys in the secondary that are two, three, four years in now. 
I think they could be a surprising defense, especially up front, where we haven't been able to get after the quarterback at all. But I feel like now we might be able to get after the quarterback a lot more than expected. You know, we're rolling bodies and people through there that are just under the radar. So, you know, hopefully they can stand tough. The The last thing any fan wants to see is for maybe Josh Allen and company to come out there and just bing, bam, boom, right down the field for a touchdown. That's always really deflating. So you, so you want to see maybe a DB get his hand on a ball on third down, get off the field. You want to see if they do try to run it up, your, up the gut, be able able to uh you know dominate inside there a little bit stop the run you know so some quarterback pressure is always nice to see especially against those first team units where, where it's d-line versus o-line so i really keep my eyes on that you know how do the lions fare against the other team's goods depending on who they put out there and what does this defense look like i mean it's like unwrapping a gift at christmas because I, I got no idea what's in this box i mean i'm excited about it it looks like it could be that that gift that everybody wanted but We'll wait and see. You know, I, I really hope it can't be any worse than it has been watching, you know, not be able to cover anybody, can't get after the QB, horrible schemes. Nobody seemed like they were trying, <clears throat> Jamie Collins, and, and, and everybody. So, like, I just think it's just going to be fun. Young blood in there, as well as some of these guys that are just energized because this coaching staff is fun and they care and they're just putting juice into this team. So, I absolutely love it. So, keep your eye on that. The next thing that I want to look out for is I really think Jared Goff needs to have a good start in this game. You could say, wow, it's preseason. Like, I mean, it doesn't really matter what he does. Yes, it does. To me, it really does matter because this guy's coming in to replace Matt Stafford. There's a ton of Stafford supporters out there. You can find them on Twitter where this guy was the greatest quarterback of all time. He never made a mistake. He just, the Lions did him wrong left, right, and center. Take no accountability for any of the picks that he threw or fumbles or, you know, that lackluster attitude he seemed to have the last couple years on the field where he just didn't see the 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 fire to motivate it was just somewhat going through the motions I like Matt Stafford I've been a supporter of Matt Stafford I feel like he was a good leader here he gave us a chance every Sunday you heard me say that on both of my podcasts either here on Believe in Lions or my other show which is the Detroit Kool-Aid cast I mean where we serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid you guys know what that's about if you're a Lions fan drink it in exactly but, I mean, I was always serving up that Stafford Kool-Aid, and I like the guy. I think he's a fine human being off the field, but I was done with him kind of as my NFL quarterback. I think he has a chance to blow up in L.A. and put up huge numbers and just look like the golden child that everybody thinks he is, but I also think you might get midseason and see same old Matt Stafford, big passing numbers, maybe the wins aren't there, or, hey, when he gets in those big ball games and the big moments, you know, he goes out there with swagger, but next thing you know, you know, crucial turnover or can't make the make the play. I mean, I know the guy's got comebacks, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. So Jared Goff is coming into this town. And he's just like the new guy. Some people are high on him. Some people don't like him. Everybody's kind of TBD, wait and see. Well, we're going to see this Friday. And I feel like if he comes out... Looks confident, makes a few plays early, the fans will get excited, maybe moves the ball down the field. Next thing you know, I would just absolutely love a laser beam to somebody like, I don't know, TJ Hawkinson or Tyrell Williams or a little swing pass depending on if Swift 
or Jamal are in the backfield for a touchdown. Like a passing touchdown for Jared Goff on his first drive or second drive with the Lions here in preseason would do this guy wonders just in regards to the fan base, the media, everything. I think if if he came out and make a mistake or three and out or just looks like he's out of sorts for whatever reason, that's not going to be good. But I don't see that happening because it's not that hard to look that good in preseason. You should be able to wing the ball around the yard a little bit, and I hope they let him do it. I really do. So Jared Goff, Please come out early and make plays so that we can just go through this season and people are, even if they don't love you, they're like, man, Jared Goff's a average to, you know, possibly above average, sometimes below average NFL quarterback. That's what I want, you know, and it starts on Friday. The next topic I have, they got this big fella in the middle. He's a rookie. His name is Aleem McNeil from North Carolina State. He's been called Twinkle Toes by Dan freaking Campbell. He's been called the Dancing Bear. I watched an interview before I got recording. I'm recording a little bit early here on a Monday. And Deshaun Hand called him the Dancing Teddy Bear. (laughs) He said that would get under his skin. This dude seems like a nice guy, but he's a hell of an athlete for a big dude. Probably pushing around 315, 330, wherever he's at. I mean, I, I put a picture out about Aleem McNeil on Twitter. You guys can find me at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Love being on Twitter. Love talking with Lions fans, fantasy football, Michigan Wolverines. And I put this picture out of Aleem McNeil, and I said, this dude is a beast. And the reason I did is because that's exactly what he looked like in the photo. I mean... He's got the big, broad shoulders. He's got the big trunk. I mean, the legs are just tree trunks. I mean, this dude seems like he could push the pocket. He can tiptoe and dance around you to get after the quarterback. He's a heck of a guy. I think if this guy reaches his potential, we could be talking about a superior top of the league, top of the position group type nose tackle in a, in a couple years here. So really excited to watch this kid in the middle. Number 50, foe. I know most Lions fans are, are used to seeing number 54 be Chris Spielman playing middle linebacker, but now 54 is being wore by the big dog in the middle, Aleem McNeil with two L's, baby. I can't wait to see this kid. I really can't. Usually don't watch a nose tackle or an interior defensive lineman in the middle there, but you got to watch number 54. This kid's going to be fun. He's going to grow. He's going to make plays this year. I guarantee you that. All right, let's keep this thing moving. Jamal Williams. Here's a little challenge for Jamal Williams as well as anybody out there listening. I feel like Jamal Williams has got a ton of love this offseason. I don't know. Probably because he's the greatest dude ever. (laughs) He's the funniest dude ever. He has the greatest press conferences of all time. But this is my challenge to Jamal Williams. I need to see you live up to all this hype. I need to see you make plays (laughs) on Sunday and this Friday. When you get the rock in in the first, second, maybe then play this kid in the third quarter, I need to see what you can do because I've said it before on other shows, like Jamal Williams, I liked him coming out, but he fizzled kind of in Green Bay. He was just like, you know, second, third, fourth on the chart. When he would get in, he seemed to do decent, but... 
He's sounding like, oh, man, I'm going to be unleashed here in Detroit. I can't wait. This is going to be incredible. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, I want to get the ball to DeAndre Swift first and foremost. But if Jamal Williams is a ball player, I mean, I'm all for that too, you know. Comes out, swaggy, catches the ball, runs over people, has that pop, you know, inside the 10 when you need it. I'm all for all that. But I'm here to tell you, this is one of my question marks on this team. Because I could see Jamal Williams, I hate to give you both sides of the coin, but I'm going to do it again. I could see Jamal Williams being like very ho-hum this season, where there's a lot of hype and a lot of, I'm going to do this, this is going to happen, I'm going to dance and do this. And I could see him just being a... You know, second, third guy in the depth chart, guy that, you know, had more sizzle than steak, you know. But on the other side of the coin, maybe he is going to be the best, like, combo back the Lions have had in the past couple decades, to be honest. I mean, that's not saying that we've had a ton there, but that's saying this kid's young. He can catch. He can run. He's got that attitude, that confidence. He's great in the locker room. Like, Jamal Williams just might come out and really exceed expectations, especially if there was an injury to Swift and he started getting, you know, 15, 20 touches a game. Like, maybe he could just ball out and be really fun to watch. I mean, again, question mark for me. I cannot wait to see it. I do not know what I'm going to get from Jay Swag Daddy there on Twitter, but he's the greatest dude ever. I love having him on this team, but he does have a big question mark next to his name for me. And it all starts this Friday where, like, you're going to get to see an extended period. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamal Williams plays a full quarter of football, whether that be in the second quarter even bleeding into that third quarter. Um, but we'll wait and see. We'll see what he's got on the field because I already know he's an all-pro, all-decade HOF Hall of Famer when it comes to off the field. Just hilarity and swagginess. There's no doubt about it. All right, so so let me give you some names on the defensive side of the ball. You're kind of sitting here like, well, you know, it's preseason. There's not much to watch. You know, you just kind of get bored with it. I'm starting to get real hype about this because everything is brand new. But a few guys who aren't brand new that you need to keep your eye on when we're talking about the defense, Deshaun Hand, Austin Bryant, Second-year player Julian Okwara, is he going to play, and what does he got? A.O. out there at corner is getting rave reviews from Dan freaking Campbell and Tracy Walker. What's Tracy been in the league, three, four years now? Like, all the reports are great. And Here's another side rant for you. Does anybody get sick? I mean, again, I do a show called the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. I always try to be positive about my football team. I'd much rather talk about if they're going to be good than harp and be, you know, Eeyore, be negative and talk about, oh, man, look at all the losing this team. Look at the, the, the guys that have failed. I hope all these guys ball out. But Tracy Walker, I mean, you got to make plays. And the rant is that in the offseason, everybody's in the best shape of their life. Everything's perfect. Oh, man, we can't wait. We're excited. We got a chance. Like, it gets old after a while, I got to say, in the NFL, because we all know that as optimistic and as excited about our teams are, when you start feeding us garbage about, oh, this guy looks great, or this, and we've already seen him for two, three years, that he ain't great, he ain't even good, this guy's going to be working at the bowling alley in a couple weeks. That's when it gets old. It's like, all right, man, you can be excited, but don't tell me every player on your team is just going to have the year of their life because they're not. 
All right, so that's that rant is over. But those those four or five players to me on defense are the guys that I don't know how much they're going to play. I don't even know if Julian Aquaro will be out there. But I saw an interview from Deshaun Hand recently, and he looked like a new man. He says he's up to like 290, 300 pounds. He says he, he's he's physical. He's back up to the weight. He's comfortable. He's ready to wreck shop. He can be a dominant player. Let me see it. I mean, you, you've been off the field, and most Lions fans are – I see it all the time on, on my Twitter timeline. The best ability is availability for Deshaun Hand. We all know he's been hurt. He can't go back and change that. But what he can do is come out and ball out in 2021 and show us that he's a game wrecker, an interior ball player, and maybe stick around here for a long time in the Lions uniform. So I'm interested to see what he's got. You know, Austin Bryant, same thing. Guy finally came off the pup list for like the third year in a row here. And he seems ready to go. I mean, he seems like the prototypical guy you'd want as a 3-4 outside linebacker type. But we'll see what he's got. I liked a few flashes in the games, but he's played very limited. You know, he, we got to see what he has. You know, Julian Aquara, oh, he's beefed up. Him and his brother and this... All right, go out and make plays on Friday, you know? Come into preseason game two and show me something, you know what I mean? So these are the kind of guys that I want everybody to watch on the defense side of the ball. Like, yeah, I could get granular and start talking about, you know, the fourth defensive tackle or, hey, this, this you know, fourth, fifth corner on the team, you got to watch out for them. But those are, those are the high-end ball players that are young, that have shown some flashes or good in college, whatever it may be, they need to make plays. They need to get out there and show the fan base something so people can get off their ass and be like, hey, maybe maybe uh, Deshaun Hand has some. Maybe Austin Bryant can get after the quarterback and, and be a freak athlete. Maybe Tracy Walker was used horribly by Matt Patricia and company, and maybe he is that long free safety that can go get the football and you know get down and guard people as well as lay the wood to you if if he has the chance on a tackle or a big time hit maybe he is that guy we'll see so you know circle those guys watch those guys this friday and throughout the preseason let's move to the offensive side of the ball who do we got to watch the backup tight ends now saying that i i just want to ask the people out there i mean Let's go ahead and name off the back, back, uh, backup, even like the third tight end on the Detroit Lions. Hold on. <laughs> exactly, it's crickets because nobody knows who any of these guys are. I mean, it's it's Hawkinson, it's old man Darren Fells, Grandpa, as the players are calling him, and who a bunch of like young, like no names. That people are trying to prop up to be like, oh, man, you know, this guy's showing flashes. Oh, I really like this guy, says Dan freaking Campbell. Oh, this guy's coming along. I mean, you don't need to have four or five good tight ends on a team, but if you're just going to hang your hopes on one guy and then have a really old aging veteran behind him, it's not the greatest setup, I got to admit. But again, I'm going to be positive by BLEAV, so keep your eyes on, like, Mac right uh who else they got there fumagale you know these are the guys that are going to be there if if one injury happens they're basically next man on deck so watch and see if they make plays amon ra saint brown i mean 
circle this kid, highlight him, underline him, put an exclamation point after his name because I'm here to tell you, every time you read a report, it's like St. Brown's either doing something, whether it's making a play, hurdling somebody, throwing hands, <laughs> doing a great interview, he's got crazy uh, the blonde hair, talking about Dennis Rodman, I mean... It's too early to call this guy a rock star in this town, but I swear, I think he's going to be the the most fun receiver on this team to watch. Now, again, I kind of have some high hopes for Tyrell Williams, but after that, I mean, it's St. Brown all day, baby. I think he's going to be gritty. He's going to be making plays. He's just even the highlights. You see him running routes. I mean, this guy's no joke. He runs routes with a purpose. That's why I loved him. You want to know when I fell in love with Amon Ra St. Brown? It was one day I was working. And I think we were, you know, all working from home, whatever the case may be. And like all of a sudden I flip over and I'm oh, they're showing like the USC Pro Day. But all they did was highlight and stay on St. Brown all day. He's out there with the no shirt. And this dude is just putting in work. He's just running routes. They're crisp. He's out there intense, not messing around. They're to make money and they're to make plays. And I just said, okay, this guy's no joke. This guy is a ball player. And that's what Brad Holmes thought as well. He's like, hey, man, we will hold our water, get this kid at a great value, which they did in the fourth round. He's a hell of a ball player. You can call him Golden Tate. You can call him uh, any of these good slot receivers, but... I love everything about this guy, and I think he's going to come on the scene quick. He's going to make an impression fast. Could happen even this Friday. And watch out for him, man. Number, what's he wearing? Number 14. I mean, hell of a ball player, this kid. Fun, smart, great personality, tough, all the things you look for. And uh, can get behind you, too. People talk about, oh, he's, he's this, he's that. I mean, I see him getting behind people in, in practice, and he did it in college, and I don't see why he wouldn't do it at the NFL level. So watch out for him. And, again, you know some of the other players either won't play or, or whatever. But, again, just look for Penny Sewell on the right side. What's the kid look like? He sounded real comfortable in his last interview. He was like, I'm a right tackle now. I feel comfortable and be out there making plays. And... I can't wait to see him in the uniform. I hope they run right behind him on the first few plays and he just throws someone out the club. I hope he just grabs someone, bear hugs them, and back suplexes them uh, you know, five yards down the field. I mean, that's the kind of intensity and the kind of plays this kid can make, and I can't wait to see it. I really can't. So are there times he's going to get on roller skates and be off balance and look like, oh, man, he's looking a little rough over there? Yeah, he will. Because he's a raw talent, he's 20 years old, and he's an absolute beast. So those guys do get beat from time to time or get off balance. But people are just sleeping on Penny Sewell over there on the right side with the other guys we have on the on the Lions O-line. I mean, fans, I'm here to tell you, we may get our wish finally, which is we may pound people a little bit in the run game. But even if we're not intense in the run game, we'll be productive. And I think these guys can pass block. I really do. So keep Jared Goff clean. Let him sling it. Do his thing. I B-L-E-A-V. It's going to happen. It really is. So those are my guys on the offensive side of the ball. Now, to end the show, just a couple quick hitters. I want to see the Lions look organized. I want to see them, you know, not look like a rookie staff where they're way out of control, the coaches and the players, or, hey, you know, we forgot a timeout, or we don't know the rule book, you know. I want them to be real organized, 
but organize with juice, organize with mojo, organize with excitement, not organize and look over there like robots or like country club members like all the other coaches here in Detroit. Like, Be organized, be ready to go, and also your team makes a play. I want to see you be hype, whether it be coaches, players, whoever. So that's, that's one thing I'm looking for. Uh, the other thing is, are they going to do anything unique? I'm not talking about breaking out trick plays a ton in the preseason. What I am saying is like, is the offense going to look unique and exciting, or is it going to be like run, 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 pat, you know, run, run, pass, run, run? You know, we've seen that here in Detroit. We've seen the third and short draw plays way too many times. So I'm going to be looking at Anthony Lynn. This is a guy, former head coach, really great guy. Sounds great when he steps to the podium. I think he's a leader of men. But I got some questions about being an OC because the guy hasn't done it. And, you know, the head coach is very involved in the offense, but calling plays at a very high level is is a repetitive thing to me. You know, you need to feel game flow. You need to sort of have done it multiple years to really be aggressive and and do the type of things you want. So I think there could be some struggles there when it comes to offensive play calling and just being aggressive. And he says he's going to, he says he's going to take shots downfield. He says he likes to throw the ball to the running backs and this, that, and the other. We'll see, but show me something, Anthony Lynn, show me, uh, you're going to do something unique. You're going to be aggressive. You're going to come out guns a blazing rather than, Go through the motions starting on Friday. All right, another item. I'm just loading you guys up for this Friday game with that uh, belief in the Lions as well as all these little nuggets to look out. And how about this one? Does Dan freaking Campbell have what I think he has walking the sideline for the Detroit Lions? Does Dan freaking Campbell have juice does he have moxie is he gonna get these guys going with a pregame speech i mean dan campbell said he's had enough of the losing in detroit he's had enough of that dan campbell has said it's okay to be excited you don't have to stand over there with your arms crossed looking like you just lost a loved one i mean he's had enough of the no emotion when it comes to head coaches he's had enough of that dan Freaking Campbell said he was going to take out some kneecaps, and it starts this Friday, I'm here to tell you. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality. That's what I'm talking about, Dan freaking Campbell. Now, here's the thing. Don't come out Friday and try to be Mr. Professional, Mr. like every other head coach that tries to be Bill Belichick or some other just drudge over there on the sidelines. I want you to come out with that extra medium t-shirt. Look like you just came out of the weight room. I want to see a hat, maybe a chaw in your mouth or whatever. But I want you over there with your headset on. I want to see you interacting with players and coaches. I want to see you being aggressive when it comes to game management, knowing what to do, also giving the refs a big earful because you know they're going to screw the Lions at least a couple times, even in the preseason. They got to get their reps too because you know what's going to happen in the regular season. So when they do that, I want Dan Campbell to say we've had enough of that in Detroit. You've had enough of that 
Exactly. So I think Dan Campbell has a lot to bring. I think there will be some bumps, obviously, as a basically a rookie head coach. But he did some good things in Miami. He learned under Sean Payton, who's real aggressive, real fiery, and a guy that just trying to win ball games. He's going to do whatever it takes to score one more point than you. So I want that to start this Friday with, with Mr. Mr. Campbell, Mr. Dan Campbell, Mr. Dan freaking Campbell. Show me that you're not just going to have all this mo in the offseason and then try to just be Mr. Cool and Mr. Laid Back on the sideline. That's not what Detroit wants. We want somebody that's going to do everything they can to get W's and play exciting, fun football. All right, just a couple more. A win. <laughs> I know, I know. People were like, preseason wins don't matter. The Lions went 4-0, I think, in the preseason when they lost all 16. I get it. We get that stat. It's funny to tell people where the preseason Super Bowl and all that garbage. I'm just here to tell you that winning is fun. I mean, when I'm out playing washers with my family, I'm trying to win. <laughs> when I'm playing my little cousin in a game of tiddlywinks, or cards, or marble, or whatever. I'm trying to beat them down. I'm trying to get that W. When I'm playing my uncles in sports or in different activities, being out there with friends, playing QB challenge or shooting hoops, I'm trying to get that dub ski. So I'm just telling you that to tell you this. You come out and you play preseason. Yeah, you go through the most about player evaluations, not about the other team, this, that, and the other. It feel pretty nice to get a W against the Buffalo Bills this Friday. I mean, get a win, look good, Dan Campbell off the schneid, feeling good about himself. Um, so let's do that. Let's get a W. So everybody, that's pretty much all I got for you. Oh, wait, except for one thing. Let's go. Football is back from now. From when you're hearing this, you're hearing this on Thursday morning, Friday evening lions hit the football field and from then until i don't know december january maybe february the lions are going to be playing football we're going to have football in our lives week after week after week oh baby you gotta love that you absolutely gotta love it oh baby everybody B-L-E-A-V and the Lions. Thank you so much for listening. This show was brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Everybody, have a great week. Enjoy the game. I'll catch you next week right here on Believe. B-L-E-A-V and Lions. Take care, everybody. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.